I'm going to ask Carrie, of course, if she has any topics that she would like to discuss, and then I'll ask Suzanne. And, of course, we asked Bianca several times during the night because she thinks some up sometimes while we're talking about them. But, Carrie, do you have any main topics you'd like to touch on that or you'd like us to touch on? Um, I don't know if I can think of it at the moment. Suzanne? Um, Suzanne trains with us now. She's a principal with us, and we're all super excited to have her on board. I'm excited to be here, too. <clears throat> hey, uh, what about, you know, when you're starting out working with a dog at home, uh, what things would you suggest starting with first? For me, I feel the main thing is I don't, a dog or a puppy just can't run through the house and own it. You know, that's, I think, the, and it's hard for people, like right now, Christmas is going to be here in a week, a week and a couple days, and there's probably little kids going to get puppies for Christmas. And there's going to be husbands and wives and grandmas and grandpas get puppies. And there's so many times that those people, whenever the puppies come in the house, they just let them run wild and they tear up the Christmas papers while you're unwrapping paper and unwrapping gifts and stuff. And they just don't start out with rules. And... Even with Bianca now, she's got a new puppy, uh, Tilly. And she's finding it to be a real handful to manage that puppy and try to keep it on a straight line of being good. And it's it's hard. I mean, it's like almost a full-time job sometimes. But I feel that Bianca is going to win so well, succeed so well this time. But I feel that a lot of that reasoning is because she works here at the kennels all the time. Her dog's here at the kennels all the time. It's in the crate, you know, it's out playing, whatever it's doing. But it's not always under her feet or in the house terrorizing stuff. And so I think that's the hardest thing for people to exercise their puppies. And understand that, I, for me, you can't take that puppy for a 30-minute walk every morning and every night and think you're going to have a good puppy. They need more than that. You know, they don't. They may not need 30 minutes in the morning. They may not need 30 minutes in the evening. But they need it throughout the day to some degree, you know. <clears throat> for me, even... I feel sometimes if you have the place to put them in a, uh, an outside pen, you know, so they can run around during the day while you're at work as long as they're not getting in too much trouble. But I feel a lot of times people keep them in a crate in the house or let them run loose in the house, you know, or they lock them in the bathrooms, which a lot of people do because they got tile floors a lot of times, so they put them in the bathroom and they put pads down from going to go to the bathroom or whatever. But it's just hard. I couldn't imagine living in town and having a puppy. I mean, it's just, I did, when my first dog I trained, sport, I lived in town. But he stayed in my backyard, you know, when I was at work or gone or whatever. And he became a great dog. I don't even never remember him going to the bathroom in the house or nothing, but I, at that time, you know, as I sit on here before, I worked, I played darts and I trained on my pup. And I trained on that pup every day, seven days a week, it didn't matter. I trained on my puppy because I wanted a great dog. And here a while back, somebody threw me under the bus out here because we were talking about dogs and stuff. And he's like, well, you remember the first dog you trained? You probably didn't turn out good. I said, actually, it turned out great. And I feel it's because I was committed. And I didn't. Then, of course, I don't, I had a cell phone, but it was one of them old dinosaurs. You flip it open, and it's like this big, you know. <laughs> but... You didn't, I didn't anyway, just get on the internet and try to learn like people do now. And I feel that that's one of the enemies to people right now is they go to so many different YouTube videos and watch on how to train a dog. And never saying I'm the best or I'm perfect because I'm not. I've never claimed to be. But 
I feel that they don't follow one program uh, that has successful dogs of different breeds and different problems, you know. And that's the thing here, you know, we 90% of our dogs, 85% of our dogs are problem dogs. And, and some of them have been kicked out of training. You know, we've had several dogs that's been kicked out because they just got in too much trouble or they was too complicated or whatever, you know. But my one bad side to me is that's the kind of dogs I like. You know, I like the on dogs that has more problems. And it makes it fun. If I had to train little puppies every day, I'd probably go build fencing in because they just get boring pretty quick. <clears throat> in your cell today, you work with Samson. And that was awesome. I mean, you know, and for me, I always look at that point where a person who's training with me sees something and you just see the light bulb come on and they figured out like you did with Samson getting him stayed by your leg today. And me and you, I don't know, it was what, 15 minutes or whatever was in there flying or working with dogs, I guess you call it. But once I got you in a position where you've done it yourself with him two or three times and you're like, oh, I got it. Yeah. And it worked, you know, it, and yeah. and that's the fun part of it. But everything has to be set up right for me, for you and the puppy. So it will flow, and then it, once you see it in action, and you feel it, and you 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 know what happened, and it can do it again. And uh, you were in there with me and Bianca, and uh, oh shoot, the big black lab, Nairobi. Nairobi. You were in there with us, right? And you were there with me and the guy when the guy brought that dog in. Yeah. And you've seen the difference with the dog, with Bianca and the yeah. guy. Yeah. And that's a huge difference in that dog in, in a week's time. But, you know, it was because pretty much every time that dog's been handled, it's been me or Bianca, other than go out and go bathroom or whatever. Right. But any of the training on him, it's been me and Bianca. And every time, even with her, I make sure that we try to do everything the route I want to go. And it's, the difference is huge with that dog but the for me that dog came in here so bad but he wanted to be so good and I could see it in him when I could get him just to lay down and quit on me mm -hmm. when I asked him to he would just quit because he was trying to be good when the guy was here the first day and so some of those dogs are they're just like dying to be good and other ones like uh I probably named 10 or 20 Callie you know the shelter dog she just wanted to be bad be bad be bad and now Two or three weeks later, now she's like, hey, I want to be good. Mm -hmm. And it's because we've been consistent with her as far as getting her to mind and respect us. And I've worked hard with her on recall and staying by my leg and staying out of trouble and staying on the loose leash. So it's really fun to see the see that dog, too, you know. And we could go on and on. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of them over the years. But it is fun to see, like I said, yourself with Samson today, how much difference there was with you when you left that pen versus when you came in. Mm -hmm. And it's only because you've done it several times, exact same way, and he figured out that's what he needed to do, and it made a difference. You don't have your mic on. I don't know if you know that. No. Nope. Trying to keep you from getting in trouble. It's pretty hard, but <laughs> <laughs> somebody got that. But it is. It's just fun for me to see the difference with the dogs and and the handlers with all of us, you know. And even Mariah, she works with the dogs a lot. And it's fun to see. Uh, you just push that center button and hold it down for a second. I did, and it was blinking at me. I broke it. New button to let her handle it, Brett. 
but it is fun. I mean, for me, it's always fun to see, like, like I said, with Bianca when she got it with us done and got him to really respecting her and following what she asked of it because it could understand her and she never talked to that dog. Mm -hmm. If no. you notice that, you don't never hardly no. talk to that dog yeah. like you normally do. Yeah. And he's like 10 times better. Yeah. But it's because he understands her actions, what she's trying to do. And those dogs will almost look at you and, yeah, it's supposed to be blue, not blinking. <laughs> but it is, like I said, it's always fun to see a dog when they get it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, for, <clears throat> for me with a dog, when they get it, they got it. So it's good for that dog. But when we, the humans, get it, it's good for every dog from then on out. Right. And that's the difference. Because then it just builds your own confidence up that you did do it, and it yeah. makes it easier. Yeah. Like now, you always got to watch that her head don't swell. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes and gets Jack out tonight and tries to get him to do that. <laughs> that won't be a problem. Yeah. But no, it is fun. It's, so, it's always so exciting for me to see Bianca when she... Steps up a step. Yeah, that was really cool. And it's never, I've never pressured you to step up a step. And no. the same thing with you. Yeah. I'll never pressure nobody because when you feel it, you'll do it, you know, yeah. but you can't be made to do it. Yeah. And, and you can't even, I mean, I always encourage everybody, but as I'm sure you noticed by now, if you don't need encouraged, I'm not going to encourage you. And if you didn't do something right, I'm not going to be patting you on the back and tell you how great you did. You know, I yeah. mean, I never dissed somebody. Because it's all, me too, I still learn too every day. And so for all of us, that's what we want to do. We want to learn. And everything we do here, everyone here, we do, I feel we do a great job, whether it's Mariah in the kennels or uh, Jocelyn in the office, Carrie in the background trying to help keep everybody kind of straightened out, which is a hard job. I wouldn't want it. But she does a great job at that. And so it is fun to see everybody change. And this business here is, I mean, it's went huge. It's over doubled from last year, and so yes, and I mean that's a lot. But we've got a lot more people now. Mm -hmm. I mean, a year ago when COVID hit, it was me and me, mm -hmm. and then Dari at home because when COVID first hit, she didn't come up for like six weeks, and so, and we had the old kennels then too. I think no, we had the new kennels. Yeah, we had the new kennels, but we just got them up. They weren't finished, but we had them up. And so it was a lot of work to keep everything up, but I never moaned, groaned, or bitched because I loved what I was doing, and it was a lot of fun. So, And I didn't have to put up with nobody. If something happened, it was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to go look to see, hey, who took my leash? It's like, where did I leave my leash? So do you got any topics for tonight? Uh, you were talking about miscommunication. And we haven't dogs. got on that subject yet, oh, okay. but you can start. Well, I think that's a huge one, and there's so many pieces to it. And I think what I see now a lot is that we'll joke sometimes and, like, say what our dogs are thinking, but we're never really serious. We, like, make I jokes. Am, but, yeah. Well, sometimes we joke. <laughs> <laughs> am I allowed to hit him on yeah. Facebook Live? No. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like so many owners think that we really understand our dogs. And our dogs, of course, misunderstand us, but we think we understand them and what they need and what they're thinking, and most of the time we're pretty far off. I could go into that for days, 
I just seen it the other day. Somebody's dog was sneezing or quivering, and they mm-hmm. thought they should call 911. Yep, yep. That dog just ain't yep. comfortable right now. Yep. He's got a problem. Yep. It's like, yeah, he got a problem yawning. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a problem. But it is. It's hard for people, I feel. And it goes back to the dog food, which I always get on that subject. But <laughs> it goes back to the bed your dog sleeps in, the blankets that you use. That, you know everything. Where does he ride in your vehicle? Does he ride in the front of your truck yeah. or the back of your truck? Is yeah. he tied in the back of your truck or is he in the dog box? Yeah. And <clears throat> me, I've hauled a lot of dogs all over. Well, from Texas to Montana and here and ever probably every state in between. But I rem- my dog box, I still have one of them out in the field. It's a four dog box, and the dog box is only like I don't know, a foot and a half wide and three foot deep or whatever they are, and they're tall enough. Dog, most dogs can stand in them. But all of my cow dogs could turn around in those boxes, and they've got a little piece of insulation in them. The top's double-lidded with insulation in between it, so the sun ain't beating on the diamond plate aluminum and making right. 120 degrees in there. And I've hauled them through some hot country, but even me, then, when I'd haul them through hot country, a lot of times I'd take a gallon jug of water and I'd freeze it before I'd leave home. And then I would put the gallon jug of ice in there. And they had the choice. They could push it off in the corner or they could lay on it. Right. And yeah. I've done that a lot with them. I've stopped at stores and bought bags of ice and throw it in my kennels with my dogs to help keep them cool. And so I think that there's too many times that people haul their dogs. For me, I feel that's sometimes not the safest way. And I will not haul a dog in the back of my truck without it being tied or in a dog crate or box. Uh, <clears throat> and that being secured in my truck also. But me, I feel that's safer for me and my, and my dog the majority of the time than it is people have them in the back seat and don't have them secured. And they can jump over the seat and land on the steering wheel and be in a hell of a wreck, you know. Mm-hmm. So I said everybody has their opinions, but like you were talking about with people thinking they know what their dog's saying. <clears throat> me, I go back. The funniest thing, I've seen a dog, and I knew what that dog was saying. There ain't no doubt in my mind, and we have it on video. But me and Jody was getting ready to go to dinner one day and was going to go to dinner one evening. And somebody called and they had some cattle out. So we decided we'd just load up some horses and dogs and go catch them real quick. Well, we went and caught those cattle before we got to eat. Still, again, another person called and they had some cattle out. And the guy wasn't home and his wife and a friend of hers were out there in this big old huge pasture, these old rope and steers. And they were trying to get them, keep them from getting into the woods until we got there. So me and Jody got there, and we pulled in, and I seen his on like five or six years. I said, let's just set a panel up on the back of the trailer real quick, and we'll jump my dog out, Tyson, and <clears throat> jump the horse out of the trailer and go bring him back put him in the trailer. And so we did that, and we had to go, I don't know, three or 400 yards where it was, <clears throat> pretty good distance across this field. And Jody was just slow loping along beside us with her horse or long trotting, whatever she was doing, videoing us. And me and Tyson was bringing these cows, and one of us was on each side of them, roping steers. And they were headed for the trailer because we stayed back far enough to keep pushing them. Me, I don't know for whatever reason, but literally Tyson had one side, I had the other side. And I rode a little bit too far and my steers just stopped. So Tyson was literally standing across from me and out on the other side and there was no steers. And that dog looked at me like, you dipshit. <laughs> I mean, I knew exactly what that dog said. And Jody did too. And we've got it on video. It's like, he did. He just stopped and looked at me like, dude, how many times have we done this? And you're the one that done the screwed up. Bear and, did that to yeah. me when I borrowed him. To the sheep, he looked at me like, do you even know what you're doing? 
<laughs> I'd so, tell him to go left and he'd go right and he'd look at me like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> he wasn't disobeying me. He's like, get your shit together, Bianca. <laughs> and it's funny because when you get in those situations, those dogs literally know and you literally know that they know. Yeah. Because their expression yeah. will be like, you just screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> and so for me, that's different than fluffy twitching and somebody wanting to call 911 to vet. Right. You yeah. know. And so for the dogs, and me always, I've worked, like I said, a lot of cow dogs over the years and I've owned a lot of cow dogs, but I feel that's a whole different world than training fluffy how to set and shake hands, you know. Uh, because we use those dogs, I mean, I did, uh, sometimes day after day after day out working cattle, and a lot of these cowboys use their dogs every day, and I know cowboys that rotate their dogs, they work them so hard, you know, they would work one group one day, and another one the next day, and the third group the third day, and then they switch back, and yeah. so it's a lot of difference with those dogs because they're almost like an employee. They are. You know, rather yeah. than a dog that sleeps on the couch all the time and doesn't do nothing else, and for me... You know, the cowboy's dog, for me, if, normally if I was going to go do something with cattle, if I had the choice of one good dog or two or three people, I'd be like, I'll take my dog. Yeah. Because me and them work together so well, you know, and they just don't care. And they you don't call in sick. each other. Yeah, they don't call yeah. in sick and they don't bitch about the weather. They just <laughs> go work and they do it every day. And so it's a lot of fun. So, uh, Brett, you got any questions? I do. I've got a bunch of people that want to say hello really quick. Jason, of course, wanted to say hello. Jason said he's upset he missed the spaghetti and meatballs. You didn't miss it. It'll be there. Don't let Suzanne stop and delivery. eat it. Yeah, don't let Suzanne stop and eat it on the way home. I, I had to share with him that the spaghetti was really good. Yeah. Of course he did. Lena says that she can hear you perfectly. Lana. Lana, sorry. Lana. Lana says she can hear you perfectly, so I don't know what's going on with her mic, but she can hear you fine. Awesome. Darcy says, try the gur on her when you guys were talking earlier. Oh, what? <laughs> She's saying to growl at me. Oh. <laughs> Probably when I was threatening to hit you. Well, move on. Uh, Lana also says, if we all knew what our dogs were thinking and saying, we would have really well-behaved dogs. Probably not. You'd probably be like, dogs be gone. <laughs> They'd be like, get me a shuttle out of here. And then she also said, and not in need of professional training. You know, for me, I'm, I'm going to touch on that, and I did. I have talked. I mean, I'm always so proud of Suzanne, Lana, and Chris, on and Jason, of course, on how well that y'all have done with your dogs with what you, what I met you, what you have when I met you. Yeah. And it's just fun because all three of you or four of you, Jason don't handle your dog as much, but <clears throat> he'll get his own dog here for a long time. But... <laughs> With Chris and Lana, you know, both of them, Chris took both their dogs down to uh, Newburgh to the park a couple, three weeks ago, where it was. And both those dogs done great. And then Lana took Corn uh, down, and he done great. I mean, it's fun. I mean, for me, it's just amazing to see those dogs and the way they react now in public and around other dogs and other people, and they don't handle the problems with They don't, yeah. When we met them, they would have had problems. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, so it's fun to see how well they're doing. You can move down here so people can hear you if you want to. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You'll miss the camera. I think it goes right through here or something. So, you got any more questions? Yeah, we have Carol Jones. She said Merry Christmas, you guys. 
Hi, Miss and Carol. Hi, Carol. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Ula, I think I'm saying that right. She says she has a new Finland. He has become somewhat reactive to dogs after being attacked by my neighbor's dog. He is three years old and intact. Do you have any advice? He's a sweet boy. I think he's being protective rather than aggressive. He is very strong, and I want him to be able to take him places without worry. A Newfoundland? Is that what? Yeah. Uh, what's his name was? Fezzy. Fezzy. Yeah. You know, my biggest thing is, does he need to be intact? Always the main question for me. And yeah. get help sooner and later. You yeah, get a hold of our office, schedule. Yeah. A, a whoever you train with, I yeah. mean, we'd love to meet with you if you want yeah. to do a consultation, meet and greet. But for me, I feel, I'm going to try to figure out how to throw this out there, but with, that, with being nice. But for me, when I got in trouble as a young kid, for me to learn how not to do that again, Sometimes I just had to change my whole approach. Like when I was younger, I drank a little bit once in a while and raised a little bit of heck. But I never did quit drinking right then. I just changed my way of doing things. And the same with the dogs. Whenever you, when you get a dog that gets attacked or whatever, when you take that dog away from dogs, you're going to have trouble. Mm-hmm. Not saying take your dog back to dogs and let them get in dog fight. Without but, help. Yeah, yeah, but get professional help and yeah. be us, you know, whoever. And we just had a dog that I don't remember what his problem was, Fizzy. I haven't seen him forever. I know he would, I think he would he jump on you. He had a lot of problems. He'd jump on yeah. you and maybe drag you down on a leash and they yeah. couldn't walk him or something. But And he was mouthy. Yeah, and he turned out to be such a great dog, you he know, did. and he was here for three weeks boarding training. He was in training. Newfoundland, yeah. But, the hardest thing is for these dogs, and we got another one coming in next week or two, and that's what happened to it like four or five years ago. It got roughed up a couple times at a dog park when it was young, and so they kept it out of that so it wouldn't get in trouble instead of going back and fixing it with good dogs. And Now they got a six, seven, eight-year-old dog that they got problems with still, mm-hmm. and they got to keep it away from dogs because they're so dog aggressive. Yeah. And, you know... <clears throat> I feel that if you have this dog that doesn't want a dog fight and you take him to the dog park or over to Buddy's house and he gets into it with her dog, majority of the time you can fix that because the dog still doesn't want a dog fight. He got put in a situation where it wasn't controlled by a human and so he felt he had to control it and he tried to control it. The difference with these is <clears throat> I feel sometimes it goes back to being like human. If some guy or woman, whatever, they get into a fight and they're like, damn, I kind of like that. I think I'm going to go try to make a living at it. And they do. They go make a living at it. And that's, I mean, it's happened time and time again. And, but the dogs, we have the choice of being, I, no, we can't do that no more. And we're going to stop that. Mm-hmm. And you can do it. You can stop it because they don't have the option like a human does where they could go hire a professional trainer or become mm-hmm. a professional fighter. The dogs do what we allow and guarantee you, if you don't get it fixed, it will only progress into being worse. Yeah. And you know, I heard we're getting one of those big dogs in <clears throat> uh, Rottweiler, I think, that they that was here a good while back for meet and greet, and I got to find out which one it is because we need to talk to him again and see why. Because mm-hmm. at the time, they didn't want to bring it in. Now they want to bring it in. And for me, I always worry because sometimes people don't want to bring their dogs in for whatever reason. 
they wait six months or a year later, and then they won't bring them in, and it's because the laws ask them to. <laughs> right. And we yeah, need to know if they bit worse. somebody yeah. or they got in a bad dog fight. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> it makes a lot of difference when you go to train these dogs is what their rap sheet is, and it's just sometimes it's hard to get everything out of somebody because they forget sometimes what their dog did. Yeah. Me, I forget all the time what I did yesterday. But around here, I got enough people that can remind me. They're always telling me, you did this, you did that. Or I see it. Sometimes when I get a customer that comes in, I see something that they're doing wrong with their dog, and I'm like, I did that. Yeah. I tried really hard to make that work. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't work. Brett, you got any more questions? Yeah, Jason said, I had a question, but now I have to respond to Marvin. Jason has a dog. That's what he said. And he said, uh, actual question, how do we work on Bodhi barking at people coming over without having people come over? I'm going to go home. <laughs> well, I was not aware that Brody still barks at people. He does. Really? Well, now he's starting to do it you know, here, so. <laughs> but none of that is a body problem. I'm gonna go to an, I'm gonna go to another. <clears throat> You're gonna change. The I'm gonna subject. change. Well, not change the subject, but the dog. Uh, shit. What's his name? Uh, Mary and Dusty dog bronc yes bronc was really bad when we met him and i even went to their house and he was bad there i mean he acted like he wanted to eat people and i don't think he did because they fit him really good but he would bark and wolf and lunge and carry on and so this went on for a while and i haven't seen many pictures of him lately <laughs> just got this joke <laughs> <coughs> what <laughs> what are you laughing about you said he wants to eat people, but you don't think he really wants to because they feed him. Really. Right. He's not really hungry. So why does he want to eat us when they put his food in a plate? Or a bowl, probably. But anyway, he is so bad in their house. So I had uh, Mary bring him over here. And... <laughs> Carrie's over here dying. Bianca's over here dying. Suzanne's over here. You okay, Brett? I'm good. All right. So we had her to bring him into my house. Actually, I think I brought him in my house. And then we had you to come in. And then I think Brandy was here, my daughter or somebody. Or no, Mariah. We had Mariah to walk in there. Yeah. And he was fine. Yeah. He didn't even bark. Yep. And we had y'all to walk by him, and he didn't bark. He was fine. He didn't care. He even laid down, I think, by my feet. And I think he laid down yep. by my mom's He foot. did, yeah. He was cool. And the reason is, is because he was off duty. He didn't own this house, you know, so he had no reason to guard it. Yeah. And that's what's wrong with Bodie. He still feels he has to guard your house because you haven't communicated in a way that he doesn't. And I can guarantee you, he's not going to guard this shot of the kennels. I mean, if he barks, he barks because everybody barks at him. But he'll quit that, too. Because my dogs don't bark very often. I mean, they get accused of it, but... Mariah said she had a video of Bear howling, but I haven't seen the video. So, you have it? <laughs> I sure do. We'll show it. <laughs> but the thing is, for me, it's always, I feel, miscommunication. Like me, like I always said when I was a child, Dad told me to shut up, and I didn't. Well, I did, 
but it took me a second or two till I got up off the floor and figured out why I was down there. I'm like, hmm, I might not shut up when he says so. Yeah. And our dogs don't because we allow it. And sometimes miscommunication, they think they need to do it, you know. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're not even in this. This is Jason <laughs> I'm talking to, I guess, not sitting <laughs> But that's all it is, is your dog just doesn't understand they don't need to bark. And we can work on it, but I didn't know it was a problem. I thought it was fixed. And I'm sure it's more steps than just him barking when somebody's driving by or walking up to the door that we need to work with him. People drive by, he barks? No, I mean, when they, uh, Amazon driver drives you know, down the driveway, he'll bark. Yeah. Well, we can fix it. Over and he barks. We can fix it. Jason comes in. Jason. And he barks. Send Suzanne on vacation. Marvin and I are going to start making surprise visits on Sundays. <laughs> Be prepared. Sundays at two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's just I don't know. So you ain't questioned. <laughs> No, uh, Jason said the thumbs some. up, and then he said it's not fixed, but it, yeah, that's all. <laughs> but <laughs> it. <laughs> um, uh, uh, He's probably brainless, blaming Suzanne. Got Wanda in here that says, thanks, Chewy couldn't even walk on a leash without freaking out before doing Gordon training. He is doing extraordinarily well now. So much better thanks to Marvin, Bianca, Suzanne, and the rest of the team. And it is. It's so fun to see all the dogs succeed. And that's another thing I feel that people like you were talking about. We want to get it now. And one of the girls, Eliana, the girl that works Mondays and Fridays now, her dog was so much better when it left here from board and train, and she knows it still has so far to go because of how much of a hole it was in before she even came up here. But she's dedicated, so she'll just keep working on it. I told her take a video of her dog now and see how it is a year from now. And I remember when we were at the beach, which wasn't that long ago, Chris's dog, I think it was Chewy, reacted a little bit on the leash. You did. And you could see the defeat in Chris. Like, yeah, he still does that sometimes and doesn't want him to, but it was like he didn't believe that it would ever really go away. And at the park... He was so proud because, and so was Lana, because it, it did go away. It is, and yeah. that's it. I mean, yeah. and it's not an overnight fix. No. You know? No. And that's the hardest part. It's <clears throat> like long-term rehab, and you have to be consistent in <laughs> helping do. them stay out of and rehab. And you can't be the one that gets drunk. Yeah. And then cries to yeah. your dog, because if you get drunk and cry to your dog, yeah. then you're weak. Yeah. And that's yeah. the hard part about dogs. You're yeah. either leader or follower. Yeah. And so many people, yeah. I don't think... It's, for me, it's not hard to be a leader 24-7 for a dog, to a dog. Because I can, like Bear, I could go get him and get him in my lap and hug on that dog for three hours, and he'd probably have a heart attack because I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> but if he didn't have a heart attack, I wouldn't have to do that tomorrow for him to be good yeah, because right. he's got that solid foundation right. on him. Yeah. And the hard thing is, for, for you, <clears throat> with Scout now, it's harder on you to not be on guard. Oh yeah. Than it is for Scout yeah. to be yeah. good. Yeah. 
scout being good is a lot easier now, but it's really hard on you mentally because you know what you had yes. and you don't want to go back to that. Yes. So you keep your guard up. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> yep. And that's what a lot of yep. the dog training is, yep. you know. For me, it's fun to see the dogs that come back here that's been here for training and stuff. And, and like Miles, we haven't seen him since like June or July. I took him out with a pack this morning. I don't care. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. You know? And so it makes it fun. And so somebody's done something with him since he's been home, and they've kept him out of trouble, and they've kept him doing good. Yeah. I don't know how great he is at home, but <clears throat> here he's done sure good. Yeah. And so it's fun. It's hard for us to not see these dogs for six months or a year and then bring them back in and expect to be able to put them out with a pack because we don't yeah. know what they've been doing. We haven't talked to the people, so... And we, I mean, there's only a handful of our people that come back all the time. And right. there's hundreds that don't because they don't need us and they don't hang out with us and they don't need our woods or they yeah. don't need us or yeah. whatever the case and may be. And there's some of those people who continue their work outside of our facilities. They do, for sure. And then there's the ones that come here and continue their work. And then there's the ones that don't. Don't do either. And there's a huge difference in those dogs. Even yeah. if they come up once a month to do something yeah. where their dogs are around dogs and around people <clears throat> and continue their training. And that's the thing about the barrel, the Christmas uh, sponsor of family for Christmas that you set up. It was so fun to see everybody be so, so kick-ass competitive. Yeah. Yet everybody was cheering for everybody else too, except yeah. Mariah. Yeah. She was trying to get us all to lose, but everybody else was cheering for one another and wanted everybody to succeed. Yeah. And Mariah did too. She just didn't want to beat her. Yeah. But it was just fun, and people were coming back because we're uh, the second Doing part of the Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. And we're gonna let people buy back in that didn't make it, so they can go ahead and compete with the big dogs. And we won't name those dogs except for, what's his name, Leo. <laughs> Leo kicked butt. But it is fun, and it's fun for me, like I said, to see it step some people's game up, like Marietta. Yeah. Because now she's going to try to win yeah. Sunday. Yeah. And she's coming with her yeah. A game. And the beginning of that last challenge, she wasn't sure what was going to yeah. happen. But now she's yeah. like, I'm going to whoop some ass. Yeah. And it's fun to see people with their yeah. dogs, you know. And Kay, I think, is going to try to be there. And are you coming Sunday or are you still running? Scared. <laughs> I'm not running scared. I'm to carry. <laughs> Sunday is the second leg of the competition. And you can buy in the barrel work. If you choose, you've already bought in, so you just need to join it. <laughs> Doggy ain't, you know, ain't scared. So, but it is going to be fun for us because we're going to have, like I said, round two, and we're let people buy back in the barrels, and then we're going to do the leash work and stuff. That's when people's going to get beat up bad. Yeah. So it's going to be hard for people's dogs to stay 50 feet away while mom and dad leaves and walks over and opens a gate without them. They did it in the round pen, but they were on a barrel. Yeah. <clears> that will be different. Oh, I didn't know we were going through a gate. We're going through a gate. You open the gate and close the gate and your dog can't run out. You got to step out. You forgot to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that some of the dogs who passed that part. They did really good. That was yeah. tickled. Even the little puppy Lincoln would have passed it, but she stared at her on the <laughs> way back because <laughs> she couldn't believe she stayed for as long as she did. <laughs> But it was fun. It was a lot of fun to see everybody. And it's like to release your dogs in the woods. It's so big for people because they get to get their dogs out and let them run and play. And 
it makes a lot of fun. Well, it reminds everyone to have fun with yes. the training part. Yes. Yeah. Often, yeah. I know I am guilty of that. I forget to have fun. You have to constantly remind me have yeah. fun, Suzanne. And it is, and it's like take a deep yeah. breath and enjoy it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it makes a lot of difference for the owner and the dog. Yeah. The human and the dog. Yeah. Brett, you got anything? No, you just, uh, Rochelle is on here and she says Chevy would lose it if he has anything to do with the ball. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's running scared. She's running scared. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe people. It's just like I wouldn't admit if I was scared. But I don't have to be, though, because I'm pretty lucky. My dogs are pretty good most of the time, as long as there ain't. Uh, food involved. Bears good with food. Roxy Mari not so good. So, so tonight we're going to talk about some of the products we sell because we're fixing to launch a new website here any day I think, and it's already built. We're just transitioning over from one to another. And Brett has a bunch of pictures I think you've taken <clears throat> for our products because we are a dealer for NuVet. We sell vitamins. We sell the leashes from Cycle Dog, our custom leashes we have made. And we sell some warmer products. We've got sweatshirts, t-shirts now we sell. And so we got hats. Uh, stocking caps. Stocking caps. Got some cool stocking caps too. Yeah. And so, and we got bandanas for your dogs. Beds. Beds, yeah. We sell mm -hmm. beds from Canine Ballistics. And... So we're starting to get more and more products now, and we're trying to build a little store in our kennels here in the next six months, I hope, to have it done, if not sooner, <clears throat> so we can put our products in there so people can see them when they're here. And all this stuff will be on our website when it comes live here in the next few days. So, and you'll be able to just jump on there like a normal website and order stuff and, I guess, pay for it, and Irene will ship it out. So yeah. it'd, be, it'd be fun for us to be able to see people start wearing our products and and for everybody on here, you know, we're trying to get, what is it, TikTok that we can go video live? Yeah, 1,000 followers. Mm -hmm. We're at 650, right? Now. Yeah, at 1,000 followers, we can go live videos on TikTok. So anybody who's not, I don't know, what do you do on there? Join it or subscribe? Follow. Yeah, follow. Huh? Yeah. Follow us, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if people want to follow me all the time. <laughs> you follow my dog train, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Suzanne's been trying to follow me around the kennels, and it's been pretty rough on her. So. <laughs> our, our TikTok's good. <clears throat> It is. We got a lot of cool videos on TikTok. We're going to have a super cool video of miscommunication on there. It's going on TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's going to be on TikTok. Instagram, Carrie might not talk to me for a Facebook. week. Facebook. That's all right. You can blame me. It's a cool video. It's an honest mistake. So go to our TikTok and check it out. When's it going to be on there? I'll get it posted tonight. So go Sorry, to our TikTok Gary. and follow us. It's going to be one of our biggest hits on TikTok, I think. Yeah. I mean, we got, what, 10,000 followers or something on that one video? Yeah. So this one will probably be 100000 And I'm going to throw it out there. If you have a video of you training on your dog. Yeah. And it's staying on its bed, being good. Even if it's not being Actually, good, yeah, if it's it not being good, send it to our office cell. Yeah. And I will review some of those videos and put some videos of your dog. Because we're always trying to look for one. I've got the one with the little rabbit I'm trying to get to go viral that I rescued, you know. But I guess, I don't know, somebody told me that I, somehow when I put it on there, nobody could share it. So it's like me, me, and, my, me and my three buddies are watching it every year or two when it pops back up. So, but it is a little rabbit fell in like seven foot holes, like 24 inch hole. 
and I roped him with a piece of baling twine. Have you ever seen it? I did see it. You put it on the other day. And oh. So I wanted to ask you, you roped it? Yes, uh, with a piece of baling twine, yeah, and rescued it because we was going to fill the po hole with a post and 1,200-pound concrete, so I had to rescue the little wabbit. And we got him out and turned him loose, and the bad part's at the end of it, somebody's like, there <laughs> goes, goes lunch! Dinner. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was fun to, to rescue the little guy. But miscommunicating with dogs, we're going to go back to that because we got people on here now, Brett. Yeah, really sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. Lana asked, do you have the products to show us right right here? We got the sweatshirts, Lana. Yeah. These are the kids' sweatshirts that are super cute. With paw prints on the sleeves. Carrie designed them. Yeah. Paw prints on the sleeves, and the adults all decided that we want paw prints on the <laughs> sleeves, I tried to too. tell you, <laughs> I told you all, it doesn't matter what I want. It's got a dog on a loose leash on the back. And then what's your sweatshirt say on the back? Suzanne? What does mine say? I a good dog, a makes, good dog a good makes a good day. day. And then some of them said, ah, on the back. Oh, this one, the, the arm says Sherwood, Oregon. And then it's got Roxy on the back. And so here in the next day or two, you can go on our website and order some of the stuff. We don't have the pictures. The sweatshirts of aren't on there we don't yet, have the but pictures, we'll get them up there. But yeah. hopefully in the next week, whenever Brett gets some time, we'll get some pictures of them and get them all put up there. But we do have them in stock, so if you want some and you want us to pick out what you want or tell us, we'll, we can go ahead and get them ordered because we do have all the pricing done on them. We still have all the pictures up yet. And then uh, miscommunication. I'm not going to pick on Carrie. I'm going to let the TikTok video do that. That's fair, huh? Yeah. So. If you share the TikTok video <laughs> and you screenshot it, <coughs> then we'll enter you into a drawing for something. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so if you share the TikTok video... <laughs> You're unreal. You're closing my eyes. That's what Dan's here. Now I gotta know what this video is. I'm so curious. Brett doesn't know yet. We haven't told him, so he'll see it. It's top secret right now. told everybody now. No. She just said, go look. But I'm going to pick on Suzanne. <laughs> so today, Suzanne was working with a little dog named uh, Simp Samson? Samson. Samson. And I told Suzanne, Jody's cat wants him. <laughs> He goes by the driveway. Rings alarm. the doorbell. And if you don't go meet him at the back door, he'll go do it again. No way. And then he'll do it again and do it again. Yeah. He's like, when I walk by this tree, she opens the door eventually. The alarm went off. It's probably Willie. Yeah. But for me today, Suzanne was training on a dog named Samson, and I was telling her, and it's hard. When you're concentrating on your dog to try to get your dog to do what you want to do and you're trying to listen to me so you can get your dog to do what I want you to get your dog to do. And it makes it really tough to to do it all at one time. And that's, you was talking about, it's hard for you not to look at your dog to see where your dog is. Mm -hmm. For me, when I'm handling a dog, normally I don't have to look at them. I know where they're at, but I look at them sometimes to see if they're looking at me so we can make that connection. Mm -hmm. And 
there's such a huge difference between looking at your dog and your dog looking at you because you're trying to do the same thing versus somebody sitting there drooling and looking at their dog, right. you know. And that's what gets the dogs in trouble when the dog's drooling looking at the owners, you know. That gets both people, dog and, dog and the person, both in trouble. But with what you were doing with Samson today, it took, and I guess, I think I talked a little bit about it earlier. I don't know if it was even on, t on the live feed or not, but it took you five or ten minutes. But then when you got it, boy, your dog got it right now. And it was, and you weren't talking to your dog. You were just doing something, and your dog figured out what you wanted to do, what you wanted it to do. And then it started doing it because I feel at that point, it wanted to please you rather than do something else. And that's what makes a difference with communicating. And I go back to the thing, and we talked about that earlier too, about I've had people work for me. Joe Bob was bad about it. I'd be like, Joe Bob, will you go get? And he would be gone. And I'd be like, shit, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to go get it. I'm like, what are you getting? I don't know. I'm like, dude, you've got to wait till I finish it before you go to get it. And there's a time in the past or 10 or 100 that he came back with something. <laughs> And I'd be like, dude, I didn't want that. If Janice is watching this, I know what she's thinking about. <laughs> she asked me to do something. And with him, it's just because he wanted to please yeah. me and he wanted to do yeah. what I wanted to do. But it pissed me off when I wanted a hammer and he brought me a nail. It's like, dude, <laughs> he could at least brought both, you know, so I could use them. But the dogs feel that way with us all the time because we always try to get a dog to do something by talking to them. I call it reading them a book. Yeah. And then the human gets aggravated because the dog don't do it. And then yeah. the dog's really aggravated because the human don't know what he's talking yeah. about. So it makes it just, it's just, and it snowballs. Yeah. Because <clears throat> in person, people lose confidence in their dog. And then sometimes people lose confidence in their self, being able to teach the dog. And then the dog just wants to go get drunk. He's like, dude, I'm out here. I can't have one no <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah. And it makes it hard yeah. on him. And so yeah. it's frustrating for everybody. Today I spit water at a dog in the round pen and the kennel because <laughs> it kept on talking to Bianca. And I couldn't understand what it was saying, and she wouldn't talk to it. So it, it was a one-sided conversation. And I just took a drink of water, and I had to look at where I spit water at. And Bianca seen it seconds after that. That dog was pissed. He went and sat on his bed, <laughs> and when he just sat there and stared at me, like it was. I didn't let it out. But, but that was not what it was asking for. No. <laughs> no. It wasn't wanting a drink. <laughs> but the fun thing was for me is I didn't go open the kennel to see if he was mad at me. <laughs> I let him sit there and stew for a while and figure it out. When you go let him out tonight, see if he's mad or not. But it is sometimes, and it was funny for me that the dog went and sat down. Because <laughs> yeah. he'd been screaming at. You for 10 minutes to talk to yeah. and like know. crocodile and yeah. <laughs> monster and it was not even speaking dog yeah and he's <laughs> a big old jug headed dog too and I just spit a little bit of water at it and pissed it off. Then went sat down on the bed. Mariah said the owners warned her that she makes some pretty funny noises. Well, you think she's going to eat you if you didn't know her? I know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Brad, you got any questions? No. So, we're going to go back to Carrie. Is she speaking to us? <laughs> Not what did I do? I now, hope do so. you have any topics you want to talk about? 
Um, I'm disappointed that I saw Brad put TikTok in the chat. Put <laughs> <laughs> TikTok yeah, what? I put the link for TikTok in the chat. <laughs> so that now everybody can go there. Yeah. So thanks, Brad. Brad, with my back. I got you, Brad, Carrie. <laughs> hey, we got a couple followers from it. <laughs> <laughs> got what I wanted. So. <laughs> Me too. Uh. But you know what is fun now with the crew that we have in the kennels? because I feel so comfortable. And I did when I had my knee surgery with having Carrie and Bianca mm -hmm. running my kennels. It made a difference. And somebody was talking today about, man, you should be getting to where you could take off for a day or two and go do something. I've been there for six months. I don't, <laughs> don't want to take off. I like working my dogs and training dogs, so it makes it really hard. And with all the COVID stuff that's going on, you know, for me, I don't know. I mean, it's a terrible thing that did happen to our whole whole world, I guess, you know. But for me, I stay home anyway. I've always been a homebody. I don't care. I mean, I've traveled all over the country, but it doesn't bother me to stay home for a month or a year and not go nowhere. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't need a vacation. If I need a vacation, I just <clears throat> get some on-air dogs in to work for a little while, gives them something else to do. And I don't even go catch cows no more. i got some other people who are going to start doing that for me. So... It is the dog working thing for me. It's just been something I've always loved to do, and now I just get to do it every day and make a living at it, so it's a lot more fun. So, Brett, you got any subjects you want to talk about? I've got a question for you. Yeah. You were just explaining. Hope like, it ain't about Rue attacking tonight. Nope. Uh -uh. <laughs> we won't talk about my dog on Facebook Live. Cool. It's my choice, at least. <laughs> now you know how I feel. <laughs> explaining like having the choice to go to work but you uh, or stay home and you choose to go to work do you feel like it makes it more fun that you get the choice to take it off or you get the choice to go work with you always do you feel and, like it's made it more fun you know for me i go back to cowboy and guys the, the old saying is if you love what you do you'll never go to work a day in your life and i'm there now yeah yeah I'm there. I mean, I never dreamed that I could have that option in my life, but I yeah. do now. Yeah. yeah. I don't even... Yeah. It's like now I don't got to go to the kennels, but I still show up all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Normally, I'm at the kennels. The other morning, I like told Jody, I'm like, I'm going to be right at the kennels this morning. And I got on the back porch, started putting my boots on. I'm like, shit. She's here at 20 till this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so she still beat me to the kennels. And this morning, her dog about gave me a heart attack because I walked up there. And I don't even know why, but, oh, no, I pulled my gator, my Kubota, in the covered roof because it was trying to rain. And Mariah was already here, so mm -hmm. it's like she, she already beat me to the kennels. <clears throat> well, I didn't realize she was in her truck. So I got out of the side by side the Kubota and walked out of the roof, and frickin' Concho ran over, <laughs> ran into me. And I'm like, <laughs> and then Mariah says, "I'm like, geez, I didn't know you were out here. I thought she was already in kennels. She must have been sitting there in her truck drinking coffee or whatever she drank. But yeah, that dog ran right over her nose right in. <laughs> like, oh crap! I thought the cat, coyotes done come and got me or something. <laughs> but." No, it is fun, and I feel it's that way a lot with Bianca. She's about as bad about coming to work because, you know, she comes up on her day off. And, what are and, you laughing about? <laughs> and now she has an excuse, you know. she got her dog here, and your dog's here sometimes. Her dog's yeah. here sometimes. Yeah. 
And so she comes up right after we get all the kennels cleaned and the feeding done on her day off. Correct. <laughs> and dogs I time it pretty well. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yes, you're like, I'll come up about 8 in the morning. Like, that's pretty convenient. And, and so it is as fun. And now, Suzanne, you're, you're pretty good so far because you didn't come over for like three or four days in a row. Yeah, I was like, man, I was pretty impressed. I think I might even have texted you yesterday and asked to see if he's all right or something. Yeah, because he hadn't been here since Friday. So it is for me, it's a lot of fun to see the everybody here. And Carrie's the same. She comes up here and hangs out. And, and she's got a full-time yeah. job, and she still can't stay away. Yeah, she still comes up and hangs out and brings her dog up and... I think that's one of the, one of the things I like so much about it is everybody can bring their dogs to work, mm-hmm. but they have to behave. Yeah, you know we can't have Omri dogs here, and uh, and so far we don't. You know all the dogs here. We, we the only thing that ever bothers me when somebody comes in with their dog is if they come through the Sally Port gate, the inside gate, when I come in the back gate with like Jack or uh, what's his name or one of Marcus, <coughs> it bothered me, but. We keep that under control pretty well, yeah. so it's just fun to see people be able to bring their dogs to work and and train on them too. You know, Mariah, she's been training on Oconcho still again. Yeah, hard. She's getting ready for the competition. Yeah. She thinks she's gonna beat us. Yeah, I don't know what she got up her sleeve, but you can bet she got some. <laughs> she's gonna be dropping <laughs> treats. Yeah, treats. Yeah, she'll be dropping treats, or hot dogs, or cheeseburgers, or something out there around mine. Bianca's dogs. One of the volunteers told me about somebody having treats at the walk the other day, and you to think that they had drugs. <laughs> the way that she said, "Did you know so and so had treats <laughs> when we were at the walk in town?" <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that till later. Somebody told me. Might have been you. <clears throat> somebody came up to me and told me that there was treats at the walk. I'm like, damn, we should have called the law. Oh, pictures. Yeah. So we're going to do pictures Saturday morning. Are we doing them during the walk, before the walk, or after the walk? After the walk, so 9.30 to 11. So after? So after mm-hmm. everybody's dogs are all muddy and wet and shit from swimming, in, or, and stuff from swimming in the pond? Yeah. We could change it. <laughs> no, bring you a towel. Dry your dog off. We don't care. Take a wet picture. And I'm hoping that Quinn's here with that. Lop jawed dog of hers for pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, right? No. no Nash. Nash. That dog is so funny with his pictures. It's like he does it just to be funny. I know. Yep. Because he got teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Every you know, picture you take of him looks like that. Yeah, it's pretty like, funny. Really? Yeah, only like yeah. three teeth showing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see them? No. Really? It's hilarious. But he does every time. You should show it on the camera, too. Yeah, I will. <clears throat> so, uh, but we're going to do pictures Saturday morning. I think probably me and Mariah will base uh, Lynn, Tiny, my horse, and we're going to clean the cart up, and I think Carrie's going to do some decorating, probably. And then we're going to take pictures. If it's raining, we'll just pull him under my barn out there where I'm building. And we can get pictures. It won't be the greatest background, but it'll be a cool picture. <laughs> this is Nash when this is Nash Quinn's favorite famous puppy. <clears throat> can you see it, Brett? Are you looking at it on there? Yeah, she's seeing it real time, and this is delayed, so I can't see it oh. yet. 
Now I see it. It looks good. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> but this dog, he's so cool, and he don't look that good. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I've never even seen him look like that. It's almost like they give him something sour, and he, like, snarls his lips up. But they claim But this is not the only picture that he's I know. I've seen, some other, yeah. I've seen some other pictures of him doing it, so it's pretty funny. But, you know, the, back to the training on dogs for a few minutes before we get off here. I feel that, like, I think Bianca said just a little bit ago that, and I always tell people, you've got to have fun training your dogs. And you just sometimes you got to take a deep breath and, and think about it. Just, you know, there's so many times your dog's trying hard to do something you want, but he yeah. dead, has no clue what the hell you want. Yeah. And it makes it really hard on the dogs yeah. because I've seen dogs out here. I mean, Bear, I used him well, yesterday to gather cattle. And I might have even said a foul word at him once because he was so excited. He's just like, wanting to go get them all and bring them in right now. He didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> and he stopped my herd a couple times. He didn't listen to me real good. And they were moving a little faster than he thought they should, so he got ahead of him. I was behind him with him, and he got ahead of him and stopped him a couple times. I guess he did bite a cow once because she charged him. But for him, he was doing the right thing because that dog is bred through and through to not let my stock run away. Right. And I just didn't have his brakes adjusted because I hadn't been working with yeah. him. And we moved sheep with him the other day. And, yeah. And he done great there. He I mean, did? Yeah. He didn't get wound up, but. The difference for him with the sheep, he knows he can't get wound up. And with the cattle, right. he can get a little bit wound up. And like I said, they took made a run for it, and he didn't like that, even though they were headed the right way. So for me, it's just I don't feel there's no miscommunication with Bear. There was just lack of instructions before we started. That right. The object is to get the cows in the damn corral, not right. fight with the cows. Right. And so for me, it didn't bother me at all. Like I said, we got the cows in the corral in a short amount yeah. of time. and. Didn't turn the four wheeler over. <clears throat> There's a lot of water down there in that swamp, but where we get our cows. But for me, I love working with my dog on cattle. <clears throat> it doesn't matter, cattle, goats, sheep, whatever it is. I love working stock with my dogs, but I've been pretty spoiled or blessed, whatever you want to call it. I've always had dogs that I could get it done with. And mm -hmm. so it makes it a lot more fun than going out there with something that doesn't, that you don't get along with and you dread going. I've never, never been in a spot where I went to gather stock. I just dreaded to go because of my dogs or my horses. It's always just been, I dreaded to go because of the snow two foot deep. Or right. I was going to the swamps and I didn't want to go to swamps. And one of these days, I mean, we've got a video of me and <clears throat> one day when I find it again, I'm going to try to get it up so people can see it. But me with my dogs, I was, it was 20 years ago, probably close to it. I was loading cattle out in the middle of the field making a video that you don't like. And I was working the cattle with my dog, and I had a bull over there, my sister-in-law's bull. And I just had my dog, I think it was uh, Sport and Cross or something, bring my cattle around back to the trailer, put it in the trailer. And I don't know why, I don't even know how it happened, sure, but I've had all my cows coming around going in the trailer, and I was sitting on my horse to back the trailer, holding the trailer gate open. And all at once, I, was, I had my uh, Jody and her sister-in-law were videoing from, I don't know, three or 400 feet away or whatever. I was sitting on my horse, this holding tailgate, and all at once, I'm on the ground on my hands and knees, and I'm like, what the hell? And my horse is literally standing right beside me, and I'm on my hands and knees on the ground. 
And Jody hollers, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. And then her and sister-in-law started just busting out laughing. <laughs> I wasn't watching what I was doing very close, I guess. And my bull snuck around the trailer. My sister-in-law's bull snuck around the trailer. And he got lined up at my horse. Oh. And man, wham, hit my horse in the ribs and knocked my horse from out from under me. And I just landed flat on the ground. Oh. And I don't know how, I, I've never watched the video close enough to see how it all happened. But somehow the bull got on around us and the dogs kicked his ass, pulled him in the trailer. But yeah, he hit me and knocked my horse out from under me. So for me, with my dogs, there was a little bit of miscommunication because they let a bull get by me. It wasn't their fault, it was always my fault. But whenever it comes to communicating with your dogs like that, for my dogs, I mean, I, like I said, I was pretty lucky. But people with their own dogs now, I think that the barrel thing for the Christmas opened people's eyes up a little bit to see that, hey, I can do this with my dog. Mm -hmm. I can make my dog cooler. Mm -hmm. And it'll give people an opportunity to have more fun with their mm -hmm. dogs because they can train and play yeah. rather than be so serious about yeah. it and getting themselves in trouble. Yeah. It makes it a lot yeah. more fun. Suzanne, you got anything you want to add before you fall asleep? <laughs> Brett, any questions? No more questions. Bianca? Nope. Gary, you got anything to add? So don't forget, everyone, Saturday, Sunday we're going to do the challenge yep. fundraiser for a family for Christmas. And Saturday morning we're going to do uh, Dogs in the Woods, and then we're going to do a picture. And don't forget, if you go to TikTok and you share, <laughs> right? Yep. If you share our videos. You have to send us a screenshot that you've oh, shared you a go. TikTok video. Bianca's going to put your name in a drawing, and maybe yep. you'll get a sweatshirt or something fun. Yeah. And share all of our videos. It don't even matter. Just share all of them. Yeah, you can share any TikTok yeah. video. And we got some cool yeah. ones on there, too. There's a lot of fun ones Doesn't have to be the one to carry. Doesn't have to be. Don't have to be She'd hers, rather but, it not yeah. be. <laughs> but if you do, it'll, Bonus be, even, points with it'll be even carry. more fun. I just remember, I hope I still have the TikTok password so I can take it out. <laughs> Change the TikTok password. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's going to be a fun. Did you watch it? The video you oh, made? Oh, yeah, it's funny. It come out good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carrie makes it even better. <laughs> so we're all excited about I didn't know you. Mariah's the one that told me that you filmed her and I. I was, I'm excited to see it because it's pretty fun. So uh, we don't have no questions. We're going to bail off here. Oh, that's it. And uh, I guess I got to go to the kennels because Jack's there. Or you got him. No, I can get him. Thanks for listening to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast. If you found this information helpful, we suggest following even more of our dog training tips and resources on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher.